Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, creativity, and life in a northern town. Feel free to leave comments on the show notes at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com and let's keep the conversation going online. My name is Vicki and welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. This is a My Creative Corner version of the podcast. This week I will be talking about quilting. I know it was supposed to be a Our Creative Souls version of the podcast, but due to some technical issues, I will be posting that the first part of July. And you'll get all caught up on all the different crafts I did on my staycation. So today I wanted to talk about my summertime sewing for quilting. I have a few irons in the fire and they're kind of longer term projects and couple are wrapping up projects. The first two projects that I need to prioritize is getting the patterns and photographs done for Make Modern Magazine. It is an Australian digital magazine and it will be coming out with a new edition of it here pretty soon. I think within the next couple of weeks. And I have two quilts that are going in this magazine over the next year. I need to bind them both and I need to photograph them and I need to get the um, patterns ready to submit in the next couple of months. You know, I have found over the last couple of weeks that pattern writing is not fun for me. So I just keep thinking that um, maybe writing and selling patterns is uh, something that's a super slow process. And I was had a goal for this year of having a dozen to 20 patterns on my little store, which currently only has one pattern up for sale. And, you know, I think I need to be kinder to myself. If I can get a half a dozen of them up in the next 12 months from now, I'll be happy. So what I think I'm going to do is just keep putting one or two up every couple of months. And so far I've been stuck. Um, So anyway, if you have any tips or tricks for pattern writing, um, you know, it'll be uh, really appreciated. I uh, am pretty stuck in the way I write patterns and I'm not sure that, um, you know, it's always the best. Anyway, it's first world problem, right? So I'm working on getting that the, the grass is green, the gardens are going, so I need to hurry up and bind these so I can get some beautiful photos in our public garden. And I've been kind of procrastinating. Photographing quilts is not easy and pattern writing is not easy. So I decided to capture that vibe of the simplicity of summers that I had when I was a child. So I'm going to do three projects. Yeah, I know. I'm getting many of them going. My um, modern row quilt has been put on hold because I just have no inspiration for improv right now. So I picked up Pat Sloan's Block 11, which is part of the Will You Be My Neighbor series. And you can find it on I Love to Make Quilts is her website or patsloan.com. You can find it there. Anyway, this is uh, using all the shibori fabric I had left over from the layer cake and jelly roll from my experience as being a baker on Moda Bake Shop last summer. And this is turning out to be such a cute 
house quilt. They're not all set straight in a row. They kind of move up and down in a little bit of a, a wonky fashion. And I love it. The Shibori fabric, I'm Debbie Maddie did a little village version of the Shibori on Instagram and that inspired me. And I thought I really like Pat's pattern because of the movement and the Shibori fabric needs that extra white space around it because it's pretty busy. And you know, I bought a whole bunch of backing fabric from Connecting Threads earlier this year when they were having their big sale. Watch for it. Man, I'm impressed with this backing fabric I bought from them. It's a little white on white um, linen woven type of look. And then I have a lot of scraps as I've did several of my quilts that were in the queue to long arm. And it's going to be great. I'm going to use those cutoffs and the scraps on some of the quilt alongs that I'm doing too. So anyway, uh, you can keep track of the progress that I'm making on these houses on my Instagram account and you can see that on the sidebar of the of the blog if you want to keep up with it if you want to join in um, it's a free pattern that she did it's awesome so the next thing that I'm doing is I saw Moda Bake Shop is having their summer camp quilt along. It's called a Choose Your Own Adventure, and that is so cool. It starts out with a block in the middle, and then you will go in rounds. Now, it's all top secret. I haven't seen anything yet on what these are going to look like. However, the fabric requirements are out. It is a mystery, so you're not going to get too much. And it's a row quilt, so I think, I'm thinking, how can that be bad? I've had problems with mysteries in the past if you weren't given enough information about what the block is supposed to look like and picking wrong um, fabrics and then being mad because I had a queen-size quilt that's disgustingly... Um, wrong colors <laughs> bed choices you know because you didn't know but this looks like it'll be you have options you'll be given options every time they post which I think is going to be about every week and then you will have a quilt and you can make it as big as you want you have options on what you're going to put in each row I'm really excited so I pulled fabric for a Facebook Live last winter in February. And I was thinking of making a fairy garden fabric because it had castles that I bought in Scotland and there's a lot of flowers. But I thought summer camp, this is a perfect fabric pull. And I'm going to probably add some more yardage for a background color in this. Um, maybe it's a lot of grays and burgundies and purples and some peachy pinks and it's really really going to be pretty so I thought perfect for summer camp and then on um, patterns by Jen is having a monthly quilt along and I am going to be blogging about that and so um, since I have seen the pattern I'm going to get a little bit of a head start on it because that I believe fabric um, requirements start in July and then we'll be doing all of the um, projects and monthly starting in August. So that's a really cool quilt. I think if you have scraps you want to use that would be a great way to use a mop and a another medallion style quilt. Oop, I let that little secret out. It's really really pretty. So those are a couple of fun summer quilt alongs that I'm going to do. And then Pattern by Jen, that particular quilt, I have 
a fat quarter bundle and a stack of fat eights of Michael Miller's solids and marbles that all coordinate. And I think that will be the perfect, perfect project for that. You know, I'm still continuing to work on in July, I'm going to bring it out, the um, Peter Pan fabric that Michael Miller Fabrics is releasing. Um, it is going to be available in July and it is an economy block and I really love it. The thing I think I'm going to do is there's also a couple little panels that um, go with this fabric line and I think I'm going to load them as is or maybe put a little bit of a border on each of them for a wall hanging for my grandkids. Um, one is pink, one is purple, is the skyline, purple, pink and blue. The skyline of London. Um, really, really cute with the one star. You know, you fly um, to the second star to the left and straight on till morning, I believe is the quote. And I really, really, really like it. So I thought, why cut it up or make a super big quilt? It'll be perfect for a wall hanging. And it'll give me a chance to keep practicing on some of my long arm skills. So I'm pretty happy with where I'm at on my projects. I'm not feeling overwhelmed. Um, pattern writing, yeah, yeah, I got to get to that. I also have a couple of other projects that I've submitted to magazines or um some other online oh moda bake shop was one we'll see if they they take it so you can do a little word for me on that that would be great sorry about that pause uh the computer was doing something weird you know that's the thing about podcasting um sometimes the computer just does what it wants that happened yesterday when i was doing the our creative souls podcast and I'm not savvy enough yet to figure out all the details so um, bear with me as I keep learning you know then it takes me up to am I going to do any Christmas presents July is coming and I have the Christmas in July mode hat mode on and I don't think I'm going to do any long arming or quilts for people However, I think some of my nieces who don't listen to this podcast, so I can talk about it, they might like some of the macrame stuff that I've been working on. And I'm still working on a small cord wall hanging for myself. But what really looks modern um, after making a couple of wall hangings is the big, super oversized chunky cord just like modern um, knitting projects they all have that big super chunky yarn and I think I'm going to make them wall hangings and I still have to perfect the dip dyeing and ombre effect you know there's also I, I could make key fobs I could do all kinds of way cool 1970s inspired but yet made modern stuff but what I really want to try is using two hoops and they call it like dream catchers. I don't think it really looks like dream catchers, but they're very cool. And that may be something that once I get this um, macrame wall hanging that I'm working on, once it's finished, I'm going to try a few experiments on that. I don't want them too big, but uh, the hoops, but I want the yarn to be big and chunky um, because this yarn is really small. It reminds me of tatting. Tatting is I'm using a shuttle and making lace and I love, love, love doing it. But if you use a thin yarn or a thin thread, because they're very thin, fine threads that you can use, it's 20 million 
little stitches before you have lace that's any, any size. And I feel like that's how it's going with this macrame wall hanging. It looks cool, but man, 20 million knots before I get to the end. And I really liked the look of the big, chunky, modern look with the cording that I used for Renee's uh, wall hanging for the bridal shower that was in May. The wedding's coming up. August. Am I sounding excited? Because I really am. I've got my dress. I just need to find shoes. Now, if you have feet like mine, um, which are absolutely massive, um, size 10, double wide, um, I can't wear heels because I have balance problems and middle ear damage. So looking for a real cute shoe for my dress. Oh boy, it's turning into a project. The shoes are going to be more of a project than buying the dress. And if y'all have any good shoe websites for large feet, because in my town, I'm limited to Kohl's, Dress Barn, and um, the Payless Shoe Store and the shoe department. Um, I might wind up just getting like some slippers or something. Everything's indoor and oh my gosh, shoe shopping is an absolute nightmare. I'm a Birkenstock person because of all of my foot hip problems and the size of my feet. So I'm really um, dreading this. And the dress uh, is like a three quarter length dress. It, it's like a T length. It's probably a tiny bit long, but I don't care. I'm not shortening it. And it comes about six inches, eight inches above my ankle. So I need a shoe that's kind of cute. So any ideas I would be very open to hearing them because I'm, I'm getting nervous that this old lady is going to be, um, falling on her, her bottom when I'm walking down to be seated. Oh, uh, I don't know why, why do we worry about that kind of stuff? Because if you fall, you fall. I mean, someone fainted at my wedding, one of the bridesmaids, and that's a whole long and sordid tale. But um, needless to say, it was because her dress was too small and she was too young and got nervous. Um, so anyway, that happened. So I thought, well, if I fall over, I fall over. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> It'll make for an interesting story on a video, right? Oh, so anyway, those are some projects that I'm working on. And next time I will do the promised Our Creative Souls edition of all the vital stickers and clings. I don't know what you call them anyway, that I did. And I just been having fun with quilting. You know, for a while there, I was just ramming and jamming so much on the long arm machine. And I didn't really, and my hip hurt. So sewing was difficult, but I'm back into playing with color. And until you know, I get a few more customer quilts. I'm really enjoying my time on the long arm. And you're not going to believe this. I am down to one of my own quilt that I'm pulling the paper off the back of. That's a vintage quilt of one of my own designs. And I think um, that may be the next quilt I put on the uh, little store because it's a paper pieced quilt. Love it. Absolutely love it. I do not like taking the papers off though. I'm just going to say that. Put that out there. Paper piecing is my favorite, but I wish I could hire somebody to pull all the papers off on the back <laughs> of the quilt because I chose to leave the papers on 
until the end because uh, I was worried the seams weren't going to line up. Well, lesson learned on that. So two of the ones, I, like I said, are ones that I may finish in the future. I may rehome those tops to a charity. And then I have two quilts for Cure Quilts that I will be working on after the wedding quilt is done. I don't think they listen to the podcast, so it's okay. I'm whispering, right? I'm in a big dilemma on thread for that quilt. I've laid out several threads and I'm leaving them on the long arm so that I can look at them in a couple of different lighting and assessing how much thread I have. I mean, I can always order more, but why do that when you've got a ton of spools that will work. So I think I'm going to use two to three colors on this, which is a first. I have never changed colors on a quilt before. And I'm doing um, a couple, my mother piece the quilt. So it has a couple of spots where I could easily change colors for sashing and a color for the border and then a color for the blocks. So the big reveal on that will be after the wedding, but I'm going to let you know I'm sweating it because I want it to be custom, but I don't want it to be too much. I don't want it to be quilted in an over-the-top manner um, because some people don't like that and you got to sleep under it. So it'll be super heavy. They're heavy. I'm sorry to say, I don't care what anybody says. When you custom quilt something, with Warm and Natural or even Hobbs 8020 or wool, I'm telling you, they are really hot to sleep under because I use my quilts and I love snuggling under them in the winter, but heavily, heavily quilted ones will roast you out. <laughs> so anyway, those are the projects that I'm working on. And I just wanted to talk about the summer camp. And because I'm need a handwork project in the evening and I'm stalling on binding. I cast on another One Skein Wonder shawl. Um, it's in the One Skein Wonder original pattern book. It's super easy and mindless and that's what I need in the evenings. So I would like to th thank everybody for stopping by the podcast today and listening. Welcome any new listeners please leave me a review on iTunes. I'd really love to grow our community. Leave a comment on my website at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. If you have any great insights on shoes or other um, comments about the podcast today, and be sure to look around my blog. There's lots of tabs, one for the store, one for the newsletter, another for the patron site. Um, any way that you can um, support me because you're enjoying the podcast. I really, really, really appreciate. Um, I really do. And I can't thank my supporters enough. Quilt on everyone. Mm -hmm.